That's right. Bear down, Bears fans. Bill Zimmerman here with a brief, brief Bears banter. We're here with Jacob Infanti, of course, Windy City Gridiron's draft expert, and we are here to discuss Ryan Poles finally making a pick on day three of the draft after several trade downs. Didn't look like we were ever going to get there, but we finally did, and he selects in round five Braxton Jones, offensive tackle from Southern Utah. So, Jacob, I'm just going to throw it right over to you. Tell me what you think of the pick and what do you think of the prospect? I like this a lot. Uh, I think that the fact that the Bears were able to get a talented offensive lineman like Braxton Jones, someone who is as athletic as he is, uh, and still be able to trade back several times, uh, I think was definitely impressive. I think Braxton, he's a guy I had a round four grade on. He performed well at the Senior Bowl, and there's a lot to like with his game. He's a very athletic offensive lineman, has very good uh, just general measurables from uh, a testing perspective, long arms, big hands, a uh, lot to like. Again, I'm surprised he fell this far. So for a team like the Bears that needs offensive line help, I think this is really good. Yeah, like you said, this is, this is a six, seven, three, ten, really long arms. I'm just, I'm just looking at this now. I'm not, I'm not pretending to know this off the top of my head. Thirty-six inch long arms, and so look, fifth round picks. We understand it's not like these guys are locks to be starting day one or whatever. Braxton Jones, do you feel like this is, is this a developmental thing that we might be looking at him a couple years down the line, or is this someone like Larry Borum who did a decent job when he was thrust in there, fifth round pick? that we could potentially see Braxton Jones helping this team immediately, or are we looking development? I think this is more developmental. I think pad level is an issue with Jones, and he's going to have to work on his technique in that regard. But that said, from a physical perspective, he has the traits of an NFL starter. He's athletic. He's powerful. Once he gets his hands on you, it's very tough to disengage, and he's got very long limbs, uh, just a physically gifted player, and I think that that's a huge thing with him. Uh, a bit of a work in progress. I don't think he starts right away, but I definitely think even as early as year two, you're looking at a potential starter. Uh, I project him as a tackle, but I think guard would be a good fit for him as well. That, that was actually going to be the, the next question I had for you was the tackle guard thing. We know a lot of times offensive linemen will get bumped in or out depending on their skill set. So, I mean, ideally for you, is this let, let keep him at t- tackle and, and see how he develops. Obviously we're sitting there with, with Borum and Jenkins in front of him in terms of young tackles, or is this something that come training camp, maybe even an OTAs that, that, that Luke Getze should maybe be, you know, playing with bumping him inside where, where do you think is the better fit for, for Jones? I personally think he's better on the outside. I think that you look at his arms, uh, he's, and it's over 35 inch long arms and the threshold is I believe 33 uh, for offensive tackle. So he more than fits that. Uh, just a long arm, long hand guy. I think he's athletic enough to be able to pass protect along the outside against edge rushers. Uh, I think he could play guard if need be. I think that, you know, maybe him being a little bit higher up in his uh, pad level, it might be a little bit tougher for him to be in condensed spaces. So that will need coaching up. I don't think he's the guy that can step in a guard right away. Uh, but I think, again, there's, the tools are there. So if they want to project him as a guard, I think he could move there if coached up correctly. And, and, you know, this, this is kind of more of a, a Ryan polls, kind of a, a general question about what we've seen here 
yesterday and today and kind of trying to get an idea of what he's going to be looking for based on these selections that he's had, these, these first four selections, it's coming pretty clear. I think you would agree that what he's looking for first and foremost over, over everything is athletes. He's looking for really high athleticism per the position. Would you agree with that assessment, especially based on uh, Jones and his athleticism, especially for a fifth rounder? Definitely. I mean, all the picks the Bears have made are very athletic guys who play hard. And I think that that's uh, it's what Poles and Eberflus both have emphasized from the very beginning. Uh, and I think that Jones, especially in a wide uh, in a wide zone scheme, he's a very good fit, Jones is. I think he's an effective down blocker who combines the speed and the coordination to block on the move along with the hand placement and the sheer power to be able to hold his own at the point of attack and generate some push there in the run game. So I think this is a very good fit. I think it's clear what the Bears do like. They love athleticism. They love guys who test well. Uh, I'm very happy with this pick. I admittedly was a little bit iffy on what they had early on uh, in terms of offensive perspective, waiting until round three to take a receiver who's a bit older. But Valence Jones is a very good athlete at receiver. Braxton Jones is a very good athlete at offensive tackle. Uh, so I'm a fan of this pick for sure. I think he fits a need. I think he's a very good fit from a scheme perspective. I think he's great value. Can't get much better than that, if I'm being honest. Yeah, especially at, at this at this juncture of the draft. So uh, from what you watched, the tape you saw on him, and, and maybe there's not one that that stands out significantly. Is he more pro ready from from a pass pass protection scheme or in the run scheme? I think that Braxton Jones is a little bit of a better fit in pass protection. I think that pad level can provide for some issues for him sometimes. Uh, you know, and if, if he's on the run, that can be a little bit of an issue and he can uh, get stuffed, if, you know, or defensive linemen that go up against him rather can hold their own and hold up those blocks and disengage from him. I think that's a bit of a weakness in his game. I think processing is still a little bit of a work in progress. Uh, but generally, I'm just looking at a well-rounded offensive tackle. I think that his athleticism shows up very well in pass protection. I think that, you know, he's a good, he's a good run blocker. I think he's still a work in progress in that regard. And obviously, he's a work in progress in general. But I'd lean he's a better pass protector than run blocker at this point. But I, I think he's shown enough tools to be considered an encouraging prospect uh, in both areas. All right. And, and, you know, kind of wrap it up with a, with a couple more here with Jacob and Fonte. Let, let, let's kind of play this game. Let's say Brand, Braxton Jones, like you said, year two could be pushing into the starting uh, lineup. Tevin Jenkins, we hope, is going to develop and, and, and become a staple there at, on the outside. And they've got Larry Borum. So you've got three guys here at tackle. Now, I know odds are probably, you know, not all three are going to turn into high level starters. But let's do the Hope Springs Eternal. If assuming Jenkins is going to stay on the outside, is Borum or Jones and what they have in terms of a skill set? I know we talked a little bit about Jones inside. You said you like him more outside. Who, if they're going to bump one of those two inside, who would you rather see? Honestly, if I had to choose between the two, I'd rather pump Borum out because obviously Borum had a good year, especially for a fifth round rookie uh, as a right tackle. And that's something to keep in mind, but, I view Tevin Jenkins as the best fit as their long-term right tackle. Borm's a bit of a, mis a misfit, in my opinion, at left tackle. So I, I think 
kicking him at guard would be better just because I think Jones is a better fit as a tackle in this sort of scheme. Borum, it's a bit of an odd fit right now, at least in this current offense, because he's a solid athlete, but mobility hasn't been the strong suit in his game. So I'm interested in seeing where he fits. I think that his sheer size and power and, you know, he does have good straight line quickness for his size. So I think that would fit well in a wide zone scheme as a guard. I think he'd be better in condensed spaces uh, in, you know, tighter areas to work with uh, than say if Braxton Jones were to kick in there, but I I still believe that there's, Jones could kick into guard. I think it's possible he could, but I think he's better suited off at a tackle in my opinion. All right. And then last thing for you, let's just kind of do a little, little conceptual here. Get off, get off Jones exact, uh, you know, specifically. So a lot of trades on with the bears, Ryan Poles really jumped on day three picks. He had, you know, three coming in and now jumping in with, with multiple trade downs with, with multiple fives, multiple sixes, multiple sevens. Do you like the idea of getting a lot of swings on day. I know, you know, we kind of talk about late fifth round or sixth, seventh, you're, you're kind of starting to get into lottery pick range. Do you like the idea of getting as many swings as possible in, in the late rounds? Or do you rather use those uh, picks as let's say chips to move around in the middle rounds? What, what do you think of the, uh, you know, I know Brian Pace never traded down. So we're getting something uh, <laughs> uniquely different here. What do you think of what polls did here today with all the trade downs? Yeah, so I think that for a team like the Bears, it's it's smart of them to trade down, to consistently be able to acquire draft picks, to have as many shots at taking talent as possible, especially guys who are as athletic as they are. I think they're uh, they're approaching day three perfectly, at least in my honest opinion. And this look, this is a team that's not close to competing, if I'm being totally honest. And they have a handful of needs on both sides of the ball. None, they aren't all going to be fixed in this draft alone. But if you're in that instance where you're able to trade down and maximize what you have, then you can get a lot of depth, take more shots on guys. So maybe you take them in round five, round six, they end up becoming starters. So time will tell uh, exactly if Braxton Jones or the rest of the guys that they'll end up taking on day three. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. But I think it's smart of them. And at the very least, they have a bunch of picks in round six and round seven. If there are like late round sleepers that they truly like, instead of betting on the undrafted free agent market, now they have the chance to draft them. They can really secure the guys that they think are the late round sleepers in this class. Right, well, that's why you bring on Jacob Infante, Windy City Gridiron, the draft wire. He knows all these players backwards and forwards, gave you a great view of Braxton Jones and what the Bears could potentially do with him this year and moving forward as he develops. Jacob, I know you got a lot going on. Thanks so much for jumping on with me. We'll talk to you soon. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right. There he is, Jacob Infante from Windy City Gridiron. Big fan of Braxton Jones, likes him as tackle, not ruling out bumping him in the guard. We will see what the Bears have planned for him. We'll see if he can contribute in year one, because as if you heard my rant yesterday, not a lot of help for Justin Fields so far in this draft. That's going to do it for Bears banter. We'll talk to you soon. Bear down, everybody. Adios.